Rick Jensen on 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL. Broadcasting live from the home of the Fightin' Fifth. It's fire station number five in the city as we kick off the 100th anniversary celebration of the Wilmington Fire Services. And uh, right here with me at the table is uh, Lieutenant Craig Black, Senior Firefighter Cameron Dorsey as well. How you doing, guys? Hi. Good afternoon. So, uh, Craig, you and I have talked before. Some years ago. Yeah, I know. Some years ago. About a lot. multiple topics. <laughs> yes, exactly. We don't have to go into all that right yes, now. It's yes. good to see you again, buddy. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. I've talked to a lot of people about why they joined the fire service, uh, what they get out of it, things like that. And what I'd like you to share with my listeners right now is December 3rd, 1979. Absolutely. 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 Go ahead. December 3rd, 1979, uh, myself, uh, my mother, and some siblings, multiple siblings uh, in the house growing up in the Riverside Project, uh, was burned out of the uh, um, the unit. Uh, myself and my sister, Annette, and my mother, Dorothy, uh, who just celebrated her 85th birthday, still kicking. So, nice. um, jumped from a second floor window. And every time I get a chance with my members ride through Riverside and I point out that window, mm-hmm. that's where it happened. And uh, I had an opportunity to uh, apply for the job. Didn't get on my first time I got. Oh, wait, wait, wait. How, how old were you at the time? At the time, I was 13 with the fire. You're 13, um, 13 years old. Yeah, because your apartment went up in fire. <laughs> yeah. In flames. Yeah. You know, how did it start? Not quite sure. Um uh, growing up in Riverside, it, there's a multiple theories on activities and things of that nature. But um, we know it started on the first floor, and we was not able to make it out of the first floor. And we had to literally crawl back into the second floor, bedroom, shut the door, learn some stuff in school that helped us. And uh, we Stop, drop, able, and crawl? Yes. Our role and all that, yeah. Yeah, was able to. Uh, make it in to the, the, the father's beer room. And um, unfortunately, but fortunately, we jumped and um, we all survived that. So, How old was your sister at the time? I believe she was 10. Like 10 years old. And I old. was 13. Yeah. And uh, You said multiple siblings? Yeah, we had a um, um, large family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> large so, family. So how many kids were there that had to get out that second floor window? I think there was three other kids that was in the unit at the time and they were able to get out on the first floor who was the first one to go go from the house oh, for the, yeah to jump out that window uh my little sister um and then myself and then my mother came behind us so what what did you all land on uh we we landed to the ground with a catch of one of my brothers um that was kind of breaking the fall of us uh but it still to this day it wasn't something I wish to desire um, to happen again. Still cross your mind sometimes. Every day I come to work. Really. Every day I come to work. Was that you were thirteen years old? Yep. And was that the impetus for joining the fire company? That be- that became my first love. It yeah. was the first time I seen some real teamwork taking place, and as a kid, it just never left me. Um, and as I tell everyone, um, I had an opportunity um, to apply. Again, and I did, and I was very fortunate and uh, was able to be selected among hundreds of folks. And I just great thankful for the opportunity to be on this department. So, what about the other kids? 
they're doing well. Uh, they have no desire to be firefighters, yeah. but uh, everyone is still healthy. As I like to say, my mother is large family. She had ten kids. Uh, at nine, all of us wasn't living there at the time, but we're all surviving. We're all living to this day. So Let me ask you a question. Everybody listening to this, we're all hearing your voice. How tall are you? I'm six one. How much do you weigh? Two fifty. What are you bench pressing these days? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we, I don't know Still that. Still pretty right good. Yeah. I, I, I asked these questions on purpose. You could because you tell the story. Yeah, and you can hear your voice breaking. Mm-hmm. And you're a big guy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This yeah. is still a touchy subject, uh, and this is always a touchy time of the year for myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Yeah. This, 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 this anniversary time is also my wedding, the 24th of September. Really? Congratulations. Yeah. 27 years. Nice. I'm going to talk to Cameron. Thank you. I'm going to give you a break here. Thank you. You're the man. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. I just want people to hear this, how real it is. How old are you, dude? 43. You are not. Yeah, I'm 43. I would card you twice at the bar. Thank you. I would have to. You'd have to bring references to get in. You don't even look 21. <laughs> you know. So, um, how old were you when you joined the uh, the fire service? 28. And why? Uh, my uncle. Uh, my uncle was a career member of the department. He did, I believe, 34 years. Just recently retired. Yeah. So seeing him as a kid get off the fire truck inspired me to do this. You thought that was really cool. Thought it was really cool. Cool. My uncle's on a fire truck. Exactly. Nice. He's, he's also my godfather. So yeah. Uh-huh. So you guys spent a lot of time together? Uh, we spent some time together. Did you? Yeah. 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 A lot of respect, a lot of time in the family? Yeah, a lot of respect for him. Nice. And uh, when did he retire? He retired about a month ago. He did? Yeah. yeah. Rank? Lieutenant. Lieutenant. Where are you now? <laughs> um, I'm a firefighter right now, looking to be a lieutenant soon. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and I f- fire <laughs> Lieutenant Black took his place. Yes, so, is that right? So, Craig, yeah, you took his place. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a family, man. <laughs> Seriously. It, it really is. Um, you know, we all go through our ups and downs, but the bottom line is that we're one family. And you got to believe that coming in here and trusting each other on a daily basis that you're one family mm-hmm. and you continue to press forward and everything else will take care of itself. What's the hardest thing? So someone might be listening right now thinking, you know, firefighters, yeah, it, that, that's something that I'd like to do. I'd like to give that to, give back to the community. Yes, it's dangerous. I mean, you know, uh, we, we have a, a firefighter here uh, who lost her life in, in a, uh, a fire just five years ago. And you walk in, you see the memorial. That's on your mind all the time. And yet, you know, here you are, you're, you're like Cam over here going like, yeah, but my uncle did this. It's, uh, right. He's really cool. You're riding in a fire truck. People are looking at you. They're respecting you, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe you didn't get that when you were a kid and everything. It's like, well, now you got him, a firefighter. And then you find out now, yeah, not so much. Not everybody really does. So what's the toughest part about the very beginning, like the first year of becoming a firefighter? The toughest thing about the first year is just the, I, I would say, just being a rookie. Yeah. Just trying to be a sponge to, to learn everything, um, just to have that pressure. That's probably the hardest thing. Yeah. Yeah, everything else just comes second. You, you, you come into this job because you want to do it. You have a passion for helping people. So that's just paramount. You do that every day. But the hardest part is just being a rookie, 
Yeah. Um, just knowing to follow certain rules, to learn the rules. They get yelled at because you're get doing yelled at for, for like not you... moving fast enough some days. You know, just getting that whole first year out of the way is the hard part. You ever part. beat on yourself? Go like, oh, God, I'll never be any good at this. Oh, I suck. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and, then, and, then, and then these guys who are like, you know, uh, like Craig here or others who are even older than he is. And that didn't sound good. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and, and you respect. They do call me Pappy. It's pop-pop there. Pop-pop. So, you know, and, and these people you respect, and you want them to respect you. Yes. And here you are, you're screwing up. And um, what do they tell you about that, though? We went through the same thing. Yeah, right? Yeah. And just keep trying. Keep getting it. Yeah. And it'll get better. We, we tell everyone, your first year, first year and a half, two years is going to be your toughest you ever going to have. But the day that you think you know it all, it's not going to be good enough. No. You're constantly learning. You constantly want to have some reflection on some things that you have went through on your, your, your daily life and your career. And it never gets old. You're going to do something new. You're going to learn something new each and every day. Right. I want to ask you guys something else that's going around the country that uh, that I don't like seeing. <laughs> and I don't know if it's happening here, uh, but it's happening in different ways. And uh, people in all sorts of uh, professions, similar, related in some way, are getting a lot of disrespect. Uh, police officers all around the country, we see when it was happening. And, and we understand a lot of changes need to be made there. But firefighters also, uh, people yelling, screaming, calling names, and, and all that kind of stuff uh, at the hospitals around other parts of the country, and I hope it's not happening here because if it does, I hope someone gets in the middle verbally and tells people to shut up when you've got nurses, respiratory therapists, doctors going out to the grocery store wearing their scrubs and people are yelling at them and calling them names because they don't like the vaccination mandates. They don't like that. They don't like the mask mandates. And those people are not making the rules. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and, and that is just way beyond wrong, and I'm trying not to swear here, mm-hmm. live on the air. But I, I think that, you know, we need to get in front and say, hey, they didn't make the rules, leave them alone. Right. We're seeing this with firefighters as well sometimes around the country. And I'm wondering, are you guys experiencing any of that or any of the EMTs experiencing any of that around here? Not that I'm aware of. Good. Not that I'm aware of. No. Craig, you haven't seen? I would say that. Naturally, any given day you may experience just about anything. You just don't know what you're going to deal with, and you got to be prepared to give a professional service, whether you want to or or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and got to remind ourselves that we're here for the people. And a lot of times, I always go back to that's why we got to be community uh, communal community related. Yeah, we got to yeah. have relationships with the community because you have to be able to make the people feel comfortable that they don't just see the uniform but they see the person and um i have found that that has helped me out in my career uh-huh many 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 a times sometimes people yeah. see the uniform as firefighter they don't know what you are they, they uh-huh. might they might yell pig or something <laughs> like that or think you, you ever they, get that absolutely i think we're cops at times yeah and and, and we laugh at them, and, you know, don't you insult me that way. Yeah. I'm a firefighter. You know, so. <laughs> I don't think any police officer listening wants to hear that. No. You know, yeah. Well, if they'd have got you. They scored what? Scored a little higher. Two points higher. I like to say higher. one and a half. That's funny. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it, when you go upon a scene, everybody crowds around. I've done this too. There's a there's a fire scene. People say stand back, stand back, and everything. What is the number one most common thing you see people doing at a, at a fire scene that uh, is extraordinarily dangerous for them and for you? Trying to get as close as possible to see what's going on. Yeah. Um, a lot of times they want to see what's happening in the fire, what we're doing. And that's probably the most dangerous thing I've seen, them getting too close to the building. Yeah, you do that, you could get hurt. Exactly. And then you guys get hurt because you're paying attention to them yeah, we're as already, opposed to what you're doing. We're already moving fast, trying to get the fire extinguished, trying to do other things. And then yeah. we have someone else we have to kind of work around or kind of get out of the way. One of the biggest human nature things is that they see tragic or something's taking place. They want to try to rectify the situation themselves instead of removing themselves back. As we like to, I always tell my family, your garden hose. I was going to say, not, I got the garden hose. Your yeah. garden hose is not our hose. It's not yeah. going to work. Uh, so, work. Yeah. Um, and that's hard to do, especially if you're in the, um, trying to save a loved one. You want to try to, um, and you know, a lot of times we have to pull people back from a scene when we're trying to make entry because they're uh, engaged in trying to help. Yeah. Sometimes, and, and they don't understand that they're helping in that situation, may be hindering us from progressing to uh, suppress or rescue individuals. So. What do you want people to know about firefighters? I'll start uh, at, at the younger guy. I mean, you're not a rookie anymore, obviously. No, no, no. no. You've been around for, for how many years now? 13. Yeah, 13 years. Station 5 legend now. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 13 years, he's an old timer, right? Uh, just talked about that. Are you, <laughs> I'm sorry, Pop Pop. Were you just saying something? Yeah, exactly. Is that right, Papa? Yeah. What were you saying? Just huh? that, just that. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, what do you want people to know? I mean, as a, as a younger guy, 13 years, um, what do you want people to know about the firefighting and you and firefighters in general that maybe they don't know? I think the thing that I think they already know is that we're here to help. Um, that we want to be as proactive in the public as possible. Yeah. And that at any time, ask us a question. Um, ask us why we're here. Ask us why we do what we do. Um, and we will. We'll take a moment out of our day to sit down, take a knee with a kid, explain to an adult anything from friendly firefighter program to smoke alarms and smoke detectors. Yeah. We're here for the community. Craig, you talked about community too. And uh, I, I think this is a great way to uh, get community together, the 100th anniversary celebration. you got open house tomorrow and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., all six fire departments, plus, uh, I, I guess, the, the water fire uh, as, as well. Where, where, mustard. Yeah, where are those guys at? The fire mustard? Yeah. What do you mean where they are? Well, at? no, no, no. It's all six stations, and as I understand, it's also <laughs> like uh, the, the water fire rescue uh, as, as well. Oh, the, the fire boat. The all fire that fire will boat. take oh, place no. at the riverfront. Okay, that's to be, be on, on the 23rd. Yes. Okay, so that's only on the 23rd, not this yes. weekend. This weekend is total open house for the community, Yeah. Uh, which is a great opportunity. We like to see uh, more of the inner city kids take advantage of coming out to the stations. Um, it's the old saying for me is you can't be what you can't see. Exactly. So you gotta be, you got to get your kids uh, interested in something to um, um, take advantage of this opportunity. Um, particularly uh, in, in, in our minority communities, this is a profession that we continue to push yeah. to, to open the doors for um, you. They just don't understand it because they didn't grow up with it. So this is an opportunity to Saturday and Sunday to come out and really get to see 
what goes on in the fire department. And, and, and you can tell scene. these kids, you can look them right in the eyes and say, yep. hey, I'm one of you. Yep. Look yeah. where I grew up. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Actually, how about you? Uh, I grew up at 13th and French, so anybody from that old neighborhood that comes to come by and see exactly where I am now, yeah. come on over. There you go. What so were you they, like as a kid? My brother would say a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you, but you, I was a good kid. You got better. I got a lot better. Got a lot better. Got a lot better. And this helped you out. It did. It Seriously. Did. Definitely gave me some discipline. And now you help other kids? Everyone I can meet. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. No, I appreciate it. Lieutenant Craig Black. Uh, always good to see you, my friend. Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely. I'm, and I'm glad I made you tell that story. <laughs> you have no idea. I'm so glad. It's a tough one. I know it's a tough one. But yep. I'm so glad. And, it, and it's meaningful, too. Yes, sir. It is. It is. Uh, and uh, senior firefighter Cameron Dorsey. Thanks for your time, guys. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. The 100th anniversary celebration. Wilmington Firefighters. Open house. All six city fire stations tomorrow and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m.